The NRL Adoro podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the lands and waters on which the podcast is recorded and produced, the unceded and sovereign land of the Gadigal people. We extend our deepest respects to Gadigal elders past and present and acknowledge Gadigal people's continued connection to culture, community and country. Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends NRL Adoro, a podcast that this season is looking dutifully at the Aurora Scorialis. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. You found me Big T all by myself. Odin's got some stuff on, some personal things. We we love the bloke, often has a listen in when he's not on, so big love to you, my man. Um, and look, I, I mean, I could have probably got Mario or Bumsy on, but let's just get through the <laughs> let's just get through the Tigers game. Uh, every other game was an absolute blowout, uh, except for the South game and and the Canberra game. But I I feel like it's important that I don't hide away from such a horrible game, uh, even with the excuse of no one wanting to do it with me or, or having the energy to go and find people to do it with me. But let's just get through this Tigers. Uh, anomaly, and and then you can get on with the rest of your week. Anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Your Mighty Worst Tigers versus the Chicken Chow Money was at the SCG. Now, I was lucky enough to go um, because obviously I want to give a big shout-out. I, f- I forgot, I'm not reading a script. I'm going completely ad-lib. Uh, that Blackness, Gilby underscore Gillard, Hypothetics own David Hunter... Uh, did I say Mario? And father-in-law's father-in-law. Oh, and 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 um, not not Terry, not Neil Hill himself, but father, brother-in-law's brother-in-law invited me along to this game. Roosters fan, uh, and I went with some other absolute legends: Jack Omado, Knockover Nick, and then a bunch of who have both been on the pod, and a bunch of of uh, brother-in-law's brother-in-law's mates who are all great blokes. Um, so a great evening. Drinks beforehand, drinks during the game, great Indian chicken ticker roll plays afterwards. Fun was had, despite the scoreline. Um, and so that, that helps. I think watching it at home by myself would have been worse. Uh, but, but being able to be around friends and, and not having to listen to the commentary and not seeing or hearing the records that were being broken over and over again, <laughs> just enjoying the company and enjoying uh, <coughs> football being on, I think was was the healthiest way to imbibe such a result. So it would be remiss of me not to constantly remind everyone that this is actually a Dane Laurie Stan podcast. Um, so the first tweet is from at Just Casket, who is hash sack Pascal. He's tweeted, Dane Laurie for the third week in a row, the only player giving it some go out there. Now, I'm not going to go so far to say he's the only player out there, but you, you can only imagine that after 70 points, a lot of players would have been playing at a mental state that they wouldn't be happy with probably now, uh, looking back on it. Uh, very soft everywhere. Every part of that field, we we didn't look like we were putting up much of a fight. So great to see Dane Laurie. They're still making people love him. Um, people who, who are probably feeling a bit sore f- mentally about how they performed, obviously James Tarmow is going to be really upset. I mean, he was straight after the game. Could possibly be in his last ever NRL game now because he'll be suspended and he's not playing again. So, at NRL Conspiracies tweeted, spare a slight thought for James Tarmow. He's taken ownership of what happened, 
But let's not forget that outside of tonight, a tough fortnight with the loss of his former coach, which is a great point at Troy Maguire, number one, said, there's little doubt there's been a build-up of emotion in Jimmy, which culminated in what happened last night. I'm sure he'll get plenty of support from his beautiful family and his friends. Um, I know he will, and uh, I know he's a great bloke. It was um, certainly not his go, as as the phrase um, suggests, but uh, any kind of descent to a referee... He just he'd mucked up the play before when when we had very few attacking opportunities and we took zero of them, um, but that one there with within our twenty attacking zone and and him lost the play, the ball and the play of the ball with no challenges left and went down the other end gave away a penalty and then said something really stupid um, to Ben Cummings at Wormel no Wormeem fella. Aussie's son. Not condoning what James Tomer did, but let's face it, Ben Cummings didn't cover himself in glory when he missed two dangerous cannonball tackles on Tigers players that could have had power, awful consequences. I get it, Tomer wasn't having a go at anything else. Well, I mean, I definitely understand what you're saying there, Aussie, but I don't think I don't think ever questioning a referee's ability or, or their, you know, if they're cheating or whatever is ever a good idea. That referees might miss things at times, but I don't think that's ever an excuse to have a go at them, particularly during the game. Uh, and particularly from a captain, so I think he would be—he was the first to say he made a mistake, and he's a role model and and whatever. But I'm sure it would be harder for a level-headed player like himself to feel calm if he feels like he's not getting a the right go. But there's there are much better ways to go about it. Uh, speaking about not getting the right go, let's talk about our attack. It wasn't there. Uh, I'm not. I'm. One of the questions I got asked that night was, you know, what would I be doing differently if I was coaching? And I, would, and I said absolutely nothing. I'd have no idea what I'd be doing. I'd be bellowing the, the, the shit out of the box, I'm often shouting and screaming when I'm watching it, and then up out of my chair, hooting and hollering them along when I um, can see them doing well. But I wouldn't know how to fix this, or I'm not sure many people would. I sincerely hope that um, Benji Marshall knows and that Tim Sheenius knows. Someone's got to know, but I don't know who that is. At underscore Gundam Gunt again tweeted, not nil at the biggest tiger. And I took it. I rode that line break like you wouldn't believe. Well, it was a line break. It was more like an intercept that kept going. But fuck, I was there for it. I was so happy for it. Um, at Adam Howes said, tweeted, feel sorry for the Tigers fans seeing Nofaluma scoring, smiling, celebrating with the storm. Well, they get to sit through a record 72-6 hiding at the SCG. Well, Adam's given us a score, so thanks, Adam. You get a point. Not at all. I don't feel bad about Knopf at all. I think he's, Knopf's been a huge um, part of our club for such a long time. <clears throat> he's mildly diverse in the fan group, but really I think overall most people see the quality that he brings, particularly in yardage and, and scoring tries and... Um, has been really loyal to us for a period of time, whether or not you know you put any value into that. So it's great to see him doing such a great job out in Melbourne, and wish him all the best. If he wins a premiership, you know that would be great. Um, it was, it was that was the score. Thanks for that seventy-two to six at Ross Martin nineteen sixty said, "Hey, at West Tigers, don't feel too bad. In nineteen seventy-three, Manly beat the Panthers seventy to seven. Trials were only worth three points back then, and it only took us forty-two years later." And then he went, sorry, 49 years. And he said, stay positive. That's my guy. The wonderful Dane Talentine at Dane Talentine also told us it was the biggest defeat in West Tigers history, which is not at all surprising. And the Scott Bailey APP blue tick, he gave us the Aurora Scorialis 
couple of times this this weekend. You can put a line through the Tigers for 2022 if you want, but you may as well put a line through them for the next few seasons. It's going to take a long time to turn this club around, 50-point score lines or not. Look, I understand Scott's hesitation to, to think that we can come back, but we're one of the only clubs in the NRL. I'm, in fact, I'd go so far to say we are the only club in the NRL that can take a 70-point score uh, and be strong enough to endure that and to come out better next season. I think with such a strong fan base, much maligned or discussed, but strong fan base, record membership numbers, one of the highest membership people in Sydney, one of the greatest away crowds in the competition. Um, with coaching changes and some real direction, with good signings, a lot of things are happening at that club and can and have always happened. Although we've, we haven't had good results for a long time, we've certainly had different types of progress or different types of things happening on the field and, and off the field. And the Centre of Excellence happening, um, small little things like that, Steeden coming on. There have been a lot of little things that, that add up and uh, they haven't added up to a top eight finish. And I, and I can hear that. I can hear anyone, fan of ours or not, telling me the whole time, every time I finish a sentence, saying, yeah, but where's the success? I completely see that, but my only point is, as a club or as a a um, football organisation, whether we're one of the strongest. And um, although that that game was horrible, there is a staunch group of supporters, fans, um, people who work behind the scenes and and in front, of, you know, on stage that will work tirelessly for the Tigers to to ensure that this club eventually gets back to some kind of um, normality um, and that success eventually comes, whether that be through the men's or women's or both. This is extremely strong, proud club that, that's a merged club that has so much beauty and history and and time for its fans and and it's worth following. That's And that's probably the most important thing. It's a, it's a club worth following. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of rugby league or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees. Hi, I'm Ali. And I'm Lulu. And this is Lulu Lulu and Ali's Footy Tipping. What round is it, Lulu? Round 24. Correct. First game, Broncos and Eels. Eels. Uh, Eels, most people say they didn't have a very good percentage, but Broncos aren't really doing that well. And, uh, yeah, Eels have Mitchell Moses now. I agree. So, yeah. I'm crying think, about that. Yep. Panthers and Warriors. Uh, Panthers, that's an yeah, easy yeah. one. 100%. Yep. Storms and Roosters. Storms. This was actually a – it wasn't that tight of a game. But, well, it's as in Stadia, but it's not. Storms are easily going to win, but Rooster, I don't know. It's just every time I tip to a good team, they, the other team always wins. Anyway. Raiders and Sea Eagles? Raiders and. Uh, I, did, I did Raiders because Sea Eagles have not been going good well. What's your margin? Eight. Yeah. 
Sh- I did Raiders too. Sharks mm. and Bulldogs. Sharks, they've been actually going pretty well. Yeah, Bulldogs, they're Bulldogs. At this point, they probably could win the grand final. Rabbitohs and Cowboys. Uh, rabbits. I'm sorry, rabbits have a better percentage, and Cowboys are just cheaters. Yeah, so, yeah. we're still about that Tiger game. Yeah. Tigers and Dragons. Tigers, Tigers. yeah. Titans and Knights. All right, so this one is actually a really weird one. You've got two bad teams. Yeah, two bad teams. But, but Knights n- did nearly win to the Raiders. Yes, but Titans are 60% odds to win and 40% on um, Knights. So Titans are actually going to They said it's gonna win. Yeah, I'd say that too. Yeah. Okay, now the women's. Game. Yes, women's game. Broncos and Roosters. Uh Roosters. Roosters uh, have been going pretty well. Yeah, they did win the against the eel, the eels. women's. The yeah, eels. the women's. Yeah, eels. Um, eels and dragons. Dragons, because they won. They won last time. I did eels because everyone's in their favor. Yeah, but dragons won last time. Though. Yeah, I know. Okay, whatever, <laughs> whatever, man. Titans and knights. Oh, see, I don't think Titans have played yet, have they? I have no clue. Let me check, let me check. Okay. Yeah, Titans have played. They have, they lost to the Dragons. Yeah, so obviously we're not going to tip that. Tipping Knights. Did they win last time? I did Knights. Hold on, did the Knights win last time? Yes, we are. Knights. Oh, Knights are winning. Yeah, Knights are winning against the Broncos. Yeah. All right. Anyway. That's it for round 24, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes, and we bloody love yous. Well, we heard the nephews chat. I'm not going to do too many wowments except the scorelines are crazy. The NRLW was back, which was great. It's great to see Caitlin Johnson scoring and the Knights getting their first win. Um, enjoy your support for another week. Get around good people on the socials, uh, which is... Just quietly, so many Roosters fans. So there's a big meme, constant rugby league Twitter meme about how Rooster fans don't exist. But I tell you, when your your team gets beaten seventy two to six, they're everywhere. <laughs> That's, I can I can attest that there are certainly Roosters fans. There's heaps of them in the flesh and on the socials. But all of them are either funny or um or just good humoured people. Very. I don't, I didn't see anything that was horrible or stupid or inflammatory, uh, which which you get when you get beaten by other clubs. And so it was great to see the Roosters fans on, on the socials, particularly on Twitter, being such excellent, funny, great people. Enjoy your sport for another week. Get around those people. And we'll talk to you next time, sports best friends. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.